everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dragon Ball Z podcast. Apparently I think at this so. point, <laughs> um, this was unintentional for us to follow up last week's Dragon Ball Z discussion with another technically Dragon Ball Z based discussion. But I'm sure you're wondering who is talking. Well, you've got me, Zinger, and of course, as always, founder of Team Three Starberg. Yes. Um. So. In between the record of last week's episode and this week, we were going to wait to do the abridge till later, but there was an announcement from Team Four Star, who does the Dragon Ball Z abridge. Um, they announced that they are they currently have no plans of continuing the abridge series in the Boo Saga. So we figured, why not take this opportunity to discuss the thing that we were going to wait a little bit to discuss. <laughs> So, um, of course, if you tuned in last week, we did mention Abridged a few times. But, um, Eric, do you want to go over what Dragon Ball Z Abridged is? Sure. It is an Abridged version of Dragon Ball Z. So, to expand, so I, gave you the, I gave you Dragon Ball Z Abridged Abridged. Um, so, no, a group, group of guys started out. Uh, gosh, when did this start? 2008? I actually have this pulled up and 2008. It was 2008. Wow. Yeah. Um, yes, and it went to, it went to Christmas, 2018, so over about tw- a little over 10 years. Uh, and they, they decided to sort of, well, abridge Dragon Ball Z. However, it's not just like, oh, let's cut it down like Dragon Ball Z Kai was. Uh, this is sort of a fan-made thing where they do all the voices, they inject a lot of humor into it, a lot of fourth wall breaking, a lot of, uh, self-awareness, uh, of the series. Um, and it's made by these guys who are just total huge fans of the series um and so they bring up a lot of the history things that are forgotten they when when notoriously forgetful akira toriyama forgets about something they make reference to that um and uh it's really funny but in in some ways though they they uh they streamline the work very well actually Mm -hmm. and you still get the full dragon ball z story uh saga well up through the end of the cell games at least uh you could pretty concisely you could probably watch this. I mean, of course, they always say, you know, support the official release. Sure, and I of do course. too, because I feel like the humor of this comes from knowing being a Dragon the original Ball fan. But, um, Absolutely. But yeah, they, they do a good job of humorizingly telling the story of Dragon Ball Z. Um, of course, the creators are uh, Kaiser Neko, Lanny Pator, and uh, Takahata 101 are the main creators and of course they do a lot of the voices but there is a ton of other people and of course we're using their i guess screen names yeah screen na- i'm, I'm just i'm gonna say. respectfully use their screen yes. names because the thing i'm on describes it as that um this was a, okay what got you hooked on this series or when did you so this series gosh it was probably back in like 2013 14 i I think I'd seen Dragon Ball Z Bridge mentioned online, but I never really sought it out. Uh, and then I think I started getting it recommended in my YouTube algorithm somehow. And then I was like, okay, this is Dragon Ball Z Bridge. And it was like somewhere wherever they're current, wherever they currently were at the time, uh, which I can't even remember at this point. But then I, I immediately know exactly where they were for me. Uh, awesome. But then yeah, I went back to the beginning and then I I started watching it and then was keeping up with the their, their releases. Where were uh, you? I was. They were right before Ginyu's. The Ginyu okay. showed up because um, I was working at GameStop at the time, so that would have been 2010, 2011 time frame of that time working at mm. GameStop. Um, no, wait, that might have been before that. I th- I think 2010 would be safe. 
um, one of my coworkers was like on Breaking Back, and I walked back, and he had it on his phone, was watching it, and I was like, "What dub is this?" <laughs> I, I I never heard like the um, the other dubs because of course I'm right. used to the um, to the Funimation dub, but there's like the Ocean Blue or right. whatever, or something. Ocean Harmony Gold. All yeah, those. so I and it was a very like they weren't doing a ton of out of the box stuff in that scene, so I was like. These voices sound like correct, but not right. correct. <laughs> so he explained what it was, and I was like, "Really?" And I then started watching it and fell in love with it, and waited like with bated breath every month for or every few months for a new episode, and watched it from there on, and fell in love with these guys that that I mean truly love Dragon Ball Z to the extent that like they. They're um right right now they're playing through Kakarot, and there's stuff they're talking about that I'm like I had no idea because yeah. the game's got a lot of in depth stuff in yep. it, but they like have knowledge that goes beyond, and the humor in that too. Um, I I know one of my favorite jokes is a lot of times with the moves and stuff that each character does. They try to use like the original like Japanese sure. one, like uh, the special beam cannon is like the Mankan Supo. Subalavacon or something, right. and um, every time there's one where Piccolo's trying to use it, and he keeps on mispronouncing it. Um, the tri beam is actually Kikoho, right? So by for TN, so that's it's really cool to get the, like that aspect of it in there for that. So that that's one of the things that I really fell in love with with them. Um, of course, making jokes, stuff like that. And was was Hellzone Grenade its English name too, or was that a different move? Because I just remember in the in the Android Saga, uh, Piccolo uses it, and he's like Hellzone Grenade, and Android Seventeen's like, oh, it's even got a cool name. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the because he just says that. Uh, I do like the the um, where they're discussing in because. One of the jokes in the Abridged series is that we're going to probably talk about a lot of them, but one of my favorite ones is the voices in Piccolo's head. Because after he absorbs people, they <laughs> just exist. In him. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they exist in his head as like this constant back and forth with him. And uh, one of them is, of course, Nail. The other one's Kami later. But um, they're talking about like it's, it's, it's after uh, Fujita uses Big Bang Attack and they're making fun of. Like, that's a dumb name for a move. Right. <laughs> and then it's a back and forth in his head, and they're, like, saying a ton of... I think they're actually moves, like, from other series and stuff. Right. But Nail, Nail says, Nail Gun. And, uh, of course, Piccolo's like, damn, that's a good one. And then when <laughs> Cell goes to punch him out after that, he's like, any last words? Nail Gun! Bam! Hellzone <laughs> uh, Grenade, I think, is it its original one, because they, they, they normally try to make a joke out of it right so but there's also like i don't know they, they they were really in like a grenade thing because right had light grenade hell zone grenade which i think only had that one appearance in the series i want to say yeah i don't think it was used too much i guess not if i couldn't even remember if that was the original name or if yeah. that was the japanese name or what which is it's a cool move so it's kind of yeah. sad um and then of course the androids well you know, we'll, we'll get to the androids. Let's rewind back to, like, Rad and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, I did watch some of the first, like, season, I guess. It's a lot goofier. It, it is. They tone it down. Like, there was the whole, what's a twist thing, which was obviously yeah. referencing uh, M. Night Shyamalan on uh, Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I remember there, there, were, there was more, like... I always remember this one scene where where Nappa and Vegeta are on their way to Earth, and their pods are flying through space, and the Super Friends... 
yeah, cut to I, them. And they're like, meanwhile, the Hall of Justice. And it's like Superman and Wonder Woman and everything looking at the screen. You can see the Saiyans flying through space. But I can't remember what it was. But there was more like cutaways, like kind of throwaway things to other universes, that kind of thing. There was, you know what? I actually watched that episode earlier. No. And there was a joke that I forgot was a callback. Um, there was a joke about Aquaman. They did the voice of, I got whales! <laughs> and right. then later when Nappa, like, when Nappa gets to go off for like three hours and destroy stuff, he's like, oh, I killed a ton of whales. And then you hear that same voice going, the whales! <laughs> See, I never got that like connection. I need to go back. I need to yeah. watch it straight through because I don't, I don't even remember that. Yeah, because they there there was a lot of callbacks. Um, of course, I think one of my favorite callbacks is that, that I can remember because apparently I missed some of them. Is um, when he's first introduced to King Yama. It's it's Yama, right? Yeah. King Yama. Uh, Goku is after he gets killed by of course Piccolo. There's a whole discussion about his desk, and then there's even an after credits thing about like how the desk is made from like flame throwing trees or something, right. and it's made of mahogany, <laughs> and he just keeps going on about the desk. Well, flash forward to one of the almost last episodes where Trunks comes back to life, and his first words out of his mouth are, "Yeah, it's a nice desk. I get it." <laughs> that was one of my favorite jokes because it, it was it one of those things to, to where the beginning. Yeah, I I never even like. It was one of those, like, I just thought that was so funny. And, of course, there's other ones, too. But I just wanted to mention that one. I also like, so, because that's one of my favorites, too. And I was watching uh, last night for, for this. I was just watching a best of different characters. And I was watching, I think it was a Vegeta one. And it's where Goku is on Namek. Vegeta's already dead. Uh, and he's he's underwater. And he's kind of like... I don't, know, I don't know if he's unconscious or whatever, but anyway, dead Vegeta is talking to him, and all of a sudden it cuts, and it's like, why are you naked? He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm a ghost. I mean, you don't take your clothes with you when you die, and Goku's like, well, well I did, and he's like, that red bastard, <laughs> and he goes back. So it's another, like, it's not the desk thing directly, but I like how it's, like, referencing King Yemma and him pulling it into that universe. <laughs> there, there's also the joke that I think is only in the first season of the... Uh, Piccolo being a Yoshi. Yes. That's, that's something I know they've done a lot of stuff with. Actually, there's the picture right now. One of their t-shirts is like... Piccolo, she's yeah. yeah. I've never seen that. It's amazing. It's um, it's like Piccolo mixed with Yoshi with uh, Gohan on his back. There's the... Oh, there's a Princess Trunks. <laughs> um, I... Okay, there, there, there's an ongoing joke. Another one. Where... And I think this kind of is a joke on the series, too, that Go Gohan never really dodges stuff. Dodge! And that's, that's like, an ongoing thing. There's j several jokes made. Um, Piccolo, I know, says, like, why didn't you dodge? Oh, Gohan says to Piccolo one time, why didn't you dodge? Um, there's one where Gohan, Goku, Gohan, and Piccolo are training, and he's like, he's really bad at dodging. And one of the shirts they have for, of course, their thing is it's like the Dodge Ram logo, but it's a Piccolo head, and it just says Dodge. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm on their merch site now, so it's there, there's a lot of jokes and stuff here that I think that uh, I Am the Hype is another one that, like, Vegeta said a lot, I know. Um, the Renegade for Life is a reference to Mass Effect, and there, there was a few jokes with that. Um... I know that where and that, that that was where they were starting to get away from the cut the like right. really out there stuff. But um, after Goku defeats the Ginyu Force, 
there the little renegade symbol thing appears like it does on mass effect over in the corner and then vegeta goes and kills all of them and says renegade for life and then there's the um joke later where goku's wearing the saiyan armor and he goes paragon till death (laughs) and then vegeta of course is like you ruined it you ruined it it's done (laughs) um there, there was Ghost Nappa. So that they, they really had a thing about talking like voices in the back of people's right. heads for a little bit there. <laughs> he had the Dragon Ball. <laughs> Did you hear that? I felt that. that. <laughs> um, the the Namek saga, I feel, was like where they really hit their stride with Absolutely. this. Absolutely. They they, I mean, that's such a long saga. That Into Frieza is such a long saga anyway. They definitely had a chance to kind of hone, hone their, their uh, abridged skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with a lot of like, I mean, they they cut a lot of the fat out from yeah. a lot of that. Definitely made sure to keep stuff in. Uh, their Frieza was great. Um, oh, their Frieza is awesome. And, and it's one of those things. It's funny because like I understand there's the series that exists, like like the series is based on, but it's like they did such a good and iconic job that it's like I feel like their 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 version sometimes is a little bit more ch- like like they're 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 the comically like extended versions All of right. the character. Goku, for example, Goku has never been portrayed as smart, but he is ever. an idiot, except for when it comes to fighting. Yes, in, in, in the in the <laughs> He's actual a genius in the actual Dragon Ball series, Goku has never been portrayed as very intelligent. Right outside of fighting, in this series. He's portrayed as barely functionally stupid, but still comically enough to be like fun. And once again, it's when it comes to fighting is the only thing he truly, truly understands and can like comprehend. And he'll like say these like you know he'll talk about like is the physics of fighting and yeah. then and then wasn't it when he and Gohan were in the hyperbolic time mm-hmm. chamber and he like said some equation or whatever and then it was like wow that was really great and then he's like. That they they all remember. okay. <laughs> Another great thing they did with this series, which I loved no end, was their cutaway to where like one person was having a conversation and it cut away to like someone else having or continuing the conversation. Right. And that was one of them where Cell was explaining to to Trunks why like the ultra the bulky like Super Saiyan mode wouldn't work. And that cut to Goku explaining to Gohan why it wouldn't work. Right. And I really enjoyed that because that, that was very funny. Um, with that, there was a joke. One of the other jokes I really loved was, you're, you're, you're green. And then Trunks is like, uh, no, not like me. I mean like in your experience. <laughs> um, the, space, the Majestic Space Duck is another shirt. That quack, I'm saying. The Majestic Space Duck. Because um, <laughs> every time Krillin on Namek like, was in trouble, he'd quack. And oh, it's just a, a space duck. <laughs> yeah, and, and Dodorio was like, oh, it's just a majestic space duck. And the thing is, though, like, on the TV show, like, on the actual, like, the original dub, this is before Funimation took over, um, they were on Namek at one point, and they hear, a, they hear a noise, and it's like, oh, it was probably just a cat. Or They say something <laughs> like that. Like, it's legit, but it's part of the actual dub, and it's like, it's a cat? <laughs> so I love sure. how they make, because they, then they do, and there's, of course, uh, uh, what's his name on the Guinea Force? Who's from Space Australia? Yeah, they they they, they they put the yeah it was Jace. That's right, and just stuff like that where they'll put space in front of it just to make it 
Because it's so many shows actually legitimately will do something like that, and it's just like let's just kick it up to eleven. Well, they they started it with uh with with Raditz when I was watching. It. He's like, oh no, my spaceship! Oh no, my space armor! <laughs> and then Piccolo's like, we get it, you're, you're from, from space. space. Then there's uh, Space Australia. There's Spaceys. They 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 do make a lot of jokes, but the thing I love about the space duck is when Goku gets there. And you can hear Krillin in the background, like, help, we're dying. <laughs> and Goku's, like, just not paying attention. You just hear quack, and he's like, oh, no, Krillin's in trouble. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm just kind of just rattling off stuff that's coming to my head. I don't know if you have any. Oh, I'm not planning to say I didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, I don't want to say something. And you go, oh, we're not going that way. So. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're going any way. which way we need to. So one thing that I like when they when, it went from the beginning, <laughs> it went from the beginning. <laughs> Of the series was very like you know cartoony and jokey, yeah. and they toward the end they started actually getting really serious and dark. But I mean, it's because you're with Cell, and one of the things I love, and this is a callback to Dragon Ball, so it was always implied that Android sixteen was Doctor Jiro's son. Yes, um, and I and I don't know specifically if it just it wasn't or if it was just like I said implied or if like the manga said it was. But anyway. They animated, they actually animated a whole scene where Bulma, it's where Bulma's going through trying to disarm the bomb, and they go in to when Android 16 was a person, and he's in the Red Ribbon Army when Goku is a kid, and he's, like, telling his dad, he's like, hey, you know, oh, you should call them cyborgs, then you hear, like, this alarm going off, and you hear these guys yelling, and then you can hear little Goku going, come and then I think before he even gets to Ha, you just see this bright flash and the memory file goes blank. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like, that was a really cool... Because it even cuts back and I think it was uh, it was Boma and, uh, and her dad. And he's just like, holy shit. And, uh, or she was, one of them was. And I just, I love that they added this little bit of implied lore and made it like an animated scene. Like, it fit in perfectly with the art style. It was really cool. Really well done. And that's one of those moments that it's not particularly funny, but it's... It kind of pulls... It's them calling back to within the series. Uh, I don't think it was briefs, because he's normally held as, like... I they, 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 they amp him up to be, like, a soulless scientist monster. Which, what was in the basement that Yajirobe was eating? Because there, there's a thing where he's like, oh, I found the fridge in the bait. I don't even remember. Okay. I don't remember that part, period. <laughs> There's a scene where Yadrobi's with Bulma because um, she's, like, Gohan drops them both off at the at the Capsule Corp, and Yadrobi's eat, eat, eating everything, and Dr. Brees makes the comment. He goes, you've eaten everything. Where'd you find those? He goes, in the freezer in the basement. And he goes, I don't have a freezer in the... <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, are they like embryos or something? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. That might. I mean, that could be a callback to, gosh, that might be some sort of like callback to Dragon Ball. It might be, because I was like, because there, there was mention of like, when they were talking about the android, there, there was a lot of Dr. Briefs with the androids. Right. Um, of callbacks and jokes there, because there was the joke of like, oh, Dr. Rowe puts a bomb in some, uh, in, what was it, teenagers or... um. Uh, runaway's chest and it's, right. and it's and it's fine i try to put him in my own kids and your mother loses it so so there's and, and the reason i was laughing earlier is because once again i'm on the t-shirt thing i didn't realize i had a t-shirt that said first the immortality then, then the, the bitches. bitches so i guess since we're talking about namek we haven't mentioned it yet but the team three star oh my gosh i love that them referencing themselves so there was a joke in the series where, of course, Vegeta has to team up with Gohan and Krillin. 
And of course, in the team four star dub of the, or abridged of this, they make the joke of he calls the team and it's team three star. And there's like several jokes made about team. That three is star not for, the team three star way. Um, I, I I don't I, I I can't do the voice, but it's but it's I I don't think he's dedicated to the team <laughs> three star spirit. And the I think the funniest one is the when when Vegeta's thinking to himself, I'll hop out and snap the Baldwin's neck, and then I'll yell, "Team Three Star!" <laughs> and then he like does the thing in his head. And it's like you you hear him saying, "Team Three Star!" Right? Ah! <laughs> Marvelous. That's right. <laughs> so so there there's that which which I always found funny. Um, there's the wrestling whole thing with like how just completely insane the Ginyu Force is. Right. Which I, I, I love that. I it love is, the like the, nice. the wheel of death and everything. Like that like that, that was on the time I started watching it, so I was like fully on board with like this is hilariously awesome. And then the jokes about like Rikum, are all your moves just your name? <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know if there's any others you wanted to mention. I'm, 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 trying, I'm to... trying to just not like. I'm like we're just rattling them off, which I'm like that's fine. Right. No. I mean, there's. I mean, so right before we started recording, we watched some of the the cell games oh, shorts they did, yes. and that was and that's kind of kind of modernizing, I guess. The what I was talking about earlier with the Super Friends, where they're bringing in these other universes, where Cell is waiting for those the the week to pass. Uh, between when he created, when he announced the Cell games and when they actually happened. And they did these shorts where different characters would come in from different video games and anime. Uh, so, of course, he faces off with Ken and Ryu. He faces off with Saitama and Genos, uh, Ash and Misty and Brock and... Sonic and, and Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles. And, oh, you have the whole list up here. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, like, I loved the... Yeah, uh, what's his name from Fist of the North Star? And <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that one's <laughs> hilarious. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho, um, of course, Yu Gi Oh. I feel like there's another one in here where I'm missing. Oh yeah, the Bobby Hill. And then of course we <laughs> said that was that was like their uh, that was like a little side one they did. Well, uh, man, I'll take on your offspring. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one that I know because they not not only do they do the abridged series, but they do the like Kai series, right? And it's just like sped through super quick. <laughs> uh, one of them in that is um, he's it's it's the are, are we still doing the the verses series? And it's their other dub they did, of, right? Of Helsing, and it's um, it's Dra- no, not Dracula. It's um. Why did I just blank on his name? The reverse of Dracula. Al- Al- Alucard, there we go. There we go. I, I had a moment, sorry. Where-, where where it's Alucard from that series, and they have that joke in there. Which, once again, if you want another good series, that one is really... I've never actually watched Helsing. Yeah, same. But I've watched all the abridged, <laughs> and I just found it beyond funny. Nice. And just, I think they did a very good job of it, so I'm like... I- want to go watch it but i think they did such a good job that i'm just gonna be laughing the entire time right at this horrible i know they also did this is this is one they only did one episode for because i think their rights had something there was something with the rights yeah they did attack on titan oh that's right i have not watched the their attack on titan but yeah i know it, i just it, know in general those those are issues with all of their series they run into because they're and and, and near the end of this, we'll kind material. of discuss like the future that they put forth. You know what, yeah. what we think of it. You know, a lot of stuff that they've run into that we are aware of. Because I'm sure there's stuff. That there's they, oh, there's tons yeah. of stuff we don't know. Um, what was the joke from? 
from Attack on Titan, the bridge that I um. Oh, one one of the characters where when he said "Holy shit," it was "Holy shit," and it just just the extent "shit." Uh, me 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 and Ellie made would make that joke every now and then, like just we just be like "Holy shit." So that was one of them from that. There's also oh, man, they, I so, so they, they they need to write a comedy series, right? I would love to see them do an original series. Like, oh my god. Um, I, I love how they make Mr. Popo like basically the strongest character in the series, and everyone is terrified of him. But they, but he just doesn't care enough that uh, to, to do anything. Yeah. Like like their Mr. Popo and their universe could totally could totally stop any anyone and anything that comes their way. But he just totally uh, doesn't care enough to and hates humanity enough that he doesn't. Oh, oh, okay. You stopped there, and I was like, "Yes, doesn't... because the sentence was done." Okay, <laughs> but we can't uh, see each other because of microphones. Yes, microphones are directly in the way of our eyesight to each other. Um, another joke that muffin I... button. <laughs> yes, that that was actually the one I was going to go with. Is another joke I really enjoy in the series is the muffin button, and that comes back, of course, in Kai, and it comes and it's ba- okay. Basically, the joke is this: when Goku sent to Namek. Their um, briefs is going over everything, and one of the things he needs to add to the ship still is like a is it's it's like a latte machine or something. It's, it's something pointless, right. but he's making a big deal about it. And he leaves, and Goku's like asking where the muffin button is, and he's like, "I didn't." The, and then the joke in the next episode is he's holding a muffin, and Briefs is like, "Where'd you get that muffin?" <laughs> Muffin button. Muffin button. <laughs> I didn't install a muffin button. Then where did I get this muffin? <laughs> And, and then, then, of course, when Namek is blowing up, <laughs> Frieza's ship has a muffin button. So, uh, I... Okay. What, we haven't been recording this whole time? <laughs> no, I want to double check something. I want to see where we're at, because I kind of want to get into... Um, they, they've done a few other things from, like, Super, where they dub, like, stuff very quick. Uh, one right. of the funniest things from that was Trunks, where he did the speech from, I think it, it was the Gundam series where it was like each country had like a gundam mm. it was like the burning hand thing right i cannot remember what that series was but when i heard that i was like oh i know exactly what that's from because i grew up and i watched that one too so that was funny uh they did the goku black right jokes i know they had a few other things in there too but no i mean they, they've done such an amazing job with i think revitalizing the love for dragon ball z that a lot of fans had oh sure I, absolutely because this because they, they've been going on since well before super came i around. think they laid the groundwork for super's return i think super could have come back no problem but i think in my personal opinion i think they laid the groundwork for like people to have dragon ball back on the mind again that's this is my opinion. This I mean, my opinion. I mean, here's the thing: we, I don't know if they laid the groundwork. I think people would want Dragon Ball Z no matter what. I think there is a segment of people like us who found this, found it, and got more excited for the return. But I think as a mass, I don't think Funimation was sitting there going, you know what? I mean, well, especially because it starts with Toei TV uh, over in Japan. I, I, I don't know because a lot of that gets started over on on that side, which. True, true. I I just I just think, but it like, did get I, me excited fans. though. It did get me excited though. You're you're absolutely right on that part. Like just talking about us who are very much into the series as a whole, not just Z, but regular and and super and everything like that. It did get me excited to see that because 
Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I see what you're saying. For some people, yes, it probably did get them very excited and get them back into because that's the thing. It is true. Like I, I lapsed on Dragon Ball Z really the the very, very, very end of the Boo Saga. Like Same. that last year or so, I was, or I was like in the heart of college. It was not something I really had time for. Um, I know how it ends. I know what happens, but I never like sat and watched that last like I don't know how many episodes. Um, I kind of tapped out after Vegito. Yeah. To be honest, like, yeah. I was like, I, I, I kind of already know how this ends, and and, uh, and really for the longest, and still, I mean, because I mean, this is prior to Crunchyroll. I mean, there's really a, it's the series is kind of scattered all over the place mm. in terms of how you can stream it. Like, I think all of Dragon Ball is on Hulu, but only part of Z is on Hulu. Like, they skip, like they have a bunch of early episodes, and they completely, it's like before the before Nappa and Vegeta even get to Earth and then all of a sudden they're they're like in the middle of Namek like they don't have these middle like whatever episodes and I'm like why like there's no point in not having these episodes but uh, but so it was kind of scattered and you're right and you know, that's probably ended up how that's probably how it ended up coming to my attention was because I would be like oh I want to see this fight and i would go to youtube and i would google it and then i would be like here's this other fight i would go to youtube and google it i would go to youtube and search it uh and then i would find this fight and then i would turn to this fight and then all of a sudden it was like what's this dragon ball z abridged okay this is hilarious but also awesome and then so uh so i so i, I guess for a, a certain segment it probably did help yeah. get us into super because i mean super was i think they just i mean it hasn't been that long it's been within the past year that the the super english dub has finished up but i mean it was a very long time where i was totally going to not not legal sites to <laughs> to, uh, to watch it up I mean, and that was the thing like there were people who would the episode would air they would do a quick uh subtitle translation of it and put it up on certain sites and it wasn't they would be on youtube even like there yeah. were definitely times i would go to youtube and you know two hours after it aired it would be up and roughly translated enough that i could i could enjoy it but then like the next day that youtube channel is just is just disappeared from the face of the earth because of copyright but that was how i think a lot of people i think the hardcore people watched it and then of I, course i'd finish up and get a recommended abridged episode i watched super that way because i think it was what saturday mornings or it was saturday or sunday mornings i know i used to watch them when i worked um at the one place it was like it was like sun it was like late Saturday into early Sunday. Because I know I used to watch them in the morning. Yeah. Like I come in, have them on, kind of be doing work and paying attention to that. Uh, Super started around uh, the 15, 2015. Yeah. Uh, 18 was where it kind of ended in Japan. I know it's still... I, are they done with the I think... I, that's what I was saying. I think, I think they're done. I'm pretty sure they're done with the English run but i'm not a hundred percent sure because i've seen like on reddit on the dragon ball z reddit i'll have it pop up like oh it's the final or oh it's they're at this part and i'm like oh well it's been well it's you know it's done it's been done in japan for a while now uh i okay here's another thing that i don't know if, how big you've been into or know much about this the i watched we'll, we'll, we'll get back to a bridge i, I watched to. the first two episodes because they were like randomly released and then i really haven't gotten into it any further so what we're talking about is the super dragon ball heroes which i want to say is like fan fiction pretty much because it's bringing in like gt and yeah. super because you've got like super saiyan 4 versus super saiyan god super saiyan yeah <laughs> which uh, technically don't exist in the same universe they also have um i know that they've had um 
I'm going to say Gino. Um, you're you're oh my gosh the the not not the bad guy but the one from the other universe the gray alien looking. Oh guy. um 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 oh my gosh why am I blanking on his name? Because it's, it's it's a terrible name for a villain for a character. Jiren. Jiren. There we go. Sorry, terrible name for like a villainy character. It's like it's it's not punny. It's not nothing. It's just weird. Well, it is punny because all because the whole Pride Troopers thing like they were all named after like. Oh, they are. There was a theme to their naming, and I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Beef, but that was um, that was the uh, the one universe that had like the Sailor Moon like oh, one. Okay. All of those characters were named after beef products, I believe. But um, and then the Ginyu forces all and milk. Ginyu forces all milk. Uh, but there was there was a theme. I'm pretty sure to their names, but I could be because I know there's Topo. All I can remember is Topo was the guy with the mustache. Yes. Topo and Jiren, I I swear there is a theme to their name, but I there's the can't bunny remember. guy, which I can't. Yeah, remember. I can't think of the bunny guy either. Anyway, so this series is like I, I I'm just saying it's fan fiction. I've seen bits and pieces of it because I well, know Goku's like a god of destruction, but it's like if, a different version of Goku. If I'm not mistaken, it's a tie-in for like a toy or something. Cards. Yeah, there's because the, there's there's a cards long, and video game. There's a long running card based video game in japan where they release it's kind of like the amiibo cards where it's like you can they have a chip in them and you can scan them and you can have these fights and it's got characters from like all across the entire multiverse of dragon ball like everything from regular dragon ball up through gt the spinoffs the movies everything and i've seen this game and there is a game out and i think it's based on this for the switch because i saw it at best buy i was just there yesterday and i saw it and i was like oh yeah i forgot about this but then i'm like but because it's like you can build a deck of your favorite and there's 350 of them and blah 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 so but i think with this whole but i think this is i think this is somehow tied to it it's kind of like the 80s where every every cartoon series was to uh, promote a toy it's it's, it's like this like multiverse thing i know it's vaguely it's vaguely tied into the Xenoverse games too, right? Which I know those because yes, because Trunks is part of like Time Patrol, and there's like the Kai of Time and all this kind yeah. of stuff like that. So and there's also like I think it's like Bardock's, like the one saying yeah, with the mask or something. Yeah, and they, I, I'm telling you, this this is fan fiction. It's though. very much like fan fiction because. Because I know, like in Xenoverse Two, the beginning, there's the villain who has like Lord Slug and Turles and the people from the movies that yeah. are all in their own little pocket universes. They were all there in one place, and this is kind of what this is, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of this weird like let's just mash every every sort of facet of the Dragon Ball universe that's ever existed into one big thing. So I so I, I don't know. So I know <laughs> um, they had the fusion. They they had the they had Gogeta. They had yes, them do Gogeta. Yes. And um, it's weird because even though this isn't part of Super, there was a mention by Jiren of why didn't you use that during the tournament? You would have been able to beat me. Yeah. Apparently. Which is him sort of confirming that the, the Gogeta is... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have this one-sided argument real quick. <laughs> I'm going to. And I know I'm going to have this with Riku later. Vegito, in my opinion, is stronger than Gogeta. And here is why. Here is my evidence for that. Uh-oh. Gogeta has a time limit put on him for how long he can be. Gogeta's very upfront with his attacks and very much trying to get the job done as quickly as possible. Vegito, who does actually have a time limit, apparently we found out later that it's not a permanent fusion with Batara, but the Batara is a stronger fusion in my opinion. Yeah. 
he has a bad habit of playing with his his like opponent to where he doesn't see the point of going all out and everything. Right. You can see that in the boo, and you can probably also, I guess, see that a little bit where he fights um Zeno, Zen, not Zeno, um, Goku Black and all that. I I just I feel like Vegito's the stronger one. I don't know if you share this opinion, Eric, or are you just think I have no like I said, I did not get that far into Z where there was fusion. That like that. Okay. It was like just prior to uh it was with the Pato- so I mean Trunks Trunks and Goten had fused and Goku had the Patara earring and he was debating whether he wanted to fuse with um with Dende or Mr. Satan, and then, then the, but it never got that. That's about as far. That's it. I remember seeing that, and that's that is the point where I did not, I didn't get to finish the show. Um, and honestly, I always get the two mixed up between Vegito and Gogeta. So yeah. honestly, I have no horse in this fight. So I'm gonna let you and Riku duke it up. Oh, well, there, there, there's, there's the kind of my summation <laughs> of that argument, Riku. Um, one time when we're doing Smash Night, we can definitely. Have this out further. Settle and I, smash. Yes. Um, so so we can so we can have this out further and everything. But my opinion is Vegeta's the stronger one. The only problem is he doesn't really like try because he yeah. knows he's stronger. So sure. he doesn't really go all out because he's like, what's the point? I can beat this person anytime I want. Why not play with them and have fun? Because if you did see the Vegito versus Boo, he had Boo on the ropes the entire time, and he was just kind of just playing with them because that's what. Sadly, that's what both Vegeta and Goku have a bad tendency of yep. doing sometimes, is Vegeta has a bad tendency of letting his opponent get stronger, have an opportunity to win. Goku has a bad habit of wanting to have a good fight, so he doesn't put all out from the get-go. Yeah. Anyways, reversing back now to a bridge, <laughs> the mo- they, they did several of the movies, a few of the specials. And, and that's how I've seen a lot of the movies Outside of that initial three that were that were on Cartoon Network, like that's how I got around to seeing those the stories in some of those movies or having a better understanding of certain characters. And actually, to sidestep real quick to go back to the Xenoverse discussion of those games, uh, one of the guys does a voice for the. Oh, well, I think a few of them do voice in the game, but one of them is like a character voice. Really? Yeah, I think it's like a very Nappa sounding. Hmm. One, so I guess I could look up who that is then if it's a Nappa sounding one because I do have a list of who does which voice. Uh, of course, it's probably not going to be mentioned. Uh, Vegeta, look, it's a Pokemon. I'm not a Pokemon, I'm a Chiaotzu. I'm Chiaotzu, Chiaotzu. You hear that, Vegeta? It's a Chiaotzu. And then he slams him in the head with a Pokeball. (laughs) See, that. That, that that was kind of where they were steering back. I, I don't know. The, the Pokemon thing was great with that. It, it was it was still kind of a it was kind of that halfway between being a little more quote unquote serious and then how goofy they were. Like it was still one of those things where they add in their own flourish, but it wasn't the Super Friends and it wasn't M Night Shyamalan going what a twist or anything like that. So so you you got me thinking. We'll, we'll maybe get back to the movies. I don't know. Um, you you got me thinking of something of the whole them taking it more seriously near the end and the sixteen talking to Gohan. Gohan kind of coming to terms with the fact that he he is his father and Vegeta at the same time too. That was actually I think like it was a moment where it was funny in the sense of like kind of like ha ha dark humor but it, it was just okay so to set it up when gohan goes to super saiyan 2 
he's kind of egged on by 16 to an extent of telling him, you know, to let it go in, in the main series. In the abridged series, it's the same thing, I let it go, but he's also telling him, you can't be a coward. You're, you're not going to win by being a pacifist. Because Gohan, in the series, it's kind of established that Gohan, in, in, both in abridged and the main series, because yeah. it has power from that, Gohan doesn't like to fight. Yeah, he's not a fighter. He's just been cursed with the greatest strength of all at yeah. that point. And that's I think, makes him an interesting character at times. But at the same time, it's kind of a letdown, though, when like Gohan was the strongest fighter in the universe at one point and did nothing with it yeah. and actually got weaker yeah. because of that. Um, but 16 is basically telling him, you know, hey... You know, do it for me. You know, do it for the you know the life I wish I could have, and you know the birds. Which, by the way, that that's another <laughs> thing that I love about sixteen in their series is he just becomes obsessed with birds. Yes, <laughs> and, and yes, in, in in the others in the real series, he is kind of very nature focused. Yeah. He kind of falls in love with the planet, but in this one, it's birds, and I love where he gets damaged, and he's like, he's like talking about um, it's. Oh, Vegeta's spiky bird and Trunks is muscle is uh abnormally buff bird right because <laughs> <laughs> he he gets damaged by Cell and the joke is that like he just kind of like has a thing for birds but then every joke is like birds stuff and also I love the um thing where 18's trying to go over how Vegeta's able to fight Cell, and she's like, I was able to beat Cell, I mean, able to beat Vegeta in our fight. Data not found. <laughs> and now and now he's able to um, to take on Cell. Data not found. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's a ton of jokes with that, and I think you missed one of your favorite ongoing jokes. What's that? Krillin. What about him? Because Krillin's just one long running joke no no well, no, no, no. the krillin own count yeah yes yes that is a good one uh every, like every time like? yes every time throughout from the beginning of the series uh from the get-go every time there's just an exceptionally hard hit to krillin uh there's a little there's an ongoing counter that says krillin owned count it always ticks up one uh and it goes all the way until like the very end of the series until uh he finally gets together with 18 and they're having sex and the counter is going all the way down it resets back down <laughs> so that was always and that, that was one that that is one of those early indications that yeah because I mean, he still takes hard hits going forward. So it's one of those indications that, yeah, they were probably going to wrap up the series uh, at that point. We'll get into that in just once. Actually, we can get into that now. I had something. I Oh, Roshi. Roshi in the series is something that always amused me. Just being a... I, I, I guess they, they really, like, I never got this in the original series, but he was always a pervert in the original series. In this one, he's a pervert and also is a pothead. Yeah, they do throw in the because because there there's I, it's it's more in the movies I feel that it comes out with that because there's right. the um, world's strongest where he gets taken and he tells Turtle if the buyer comes you know blah 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 and he's like I'm gonna take ten percent trifling ass Turtle <laughs> I uh, well and I mean even if you think about Roshi in Z specifically he doesn't even have that big of a role to begin with he's definitely relegated to background character compared to regular or how he, he comes back in uh, in super to be you know a, an active fighter um but yeah so i, mean, I guess it's, there wasn't much to work with so you're right i, I completely you're right i completely forgot about that uh, so. actually another thing they don't have much uh, to work with but that. 
but they super utilized Ayadrobi and Corin having a relationship, right? <laughs> a, a relationship that that's really weird, and also that that that's that's handled a lot more in the movies too at times. Yep. Because there's the joke during the... Um, it was during Broly, wasn't it? They got yeah. married? Um, during Broly, they got married. And then during Super 13, Trunks made the comment of they were going out shopping for wedding gifts. And That's he's like, right. Why? He's like, oh, why did I bring my sword? Why did I have a sword with me when we were shopping? <laughs> oh, that's that actually reminded me of one more joke. I love the ongoing joke, and they expand oh, on it where yes, where yes, where, yes. where Trunks they keep he keeps not mentioning the that there are more androids because he came with two, and it's like there's three, there's three, <laughs> no, and that makes four. And then and then like when the, with the movie where they add even more, it's like ah, it's just, I I can't I can't do it justice, but they just keep giving him a hard time. Vegeta specifically is giving him a hard time for not mentioning all these other androids just just uh the one that with the fat one in dr jero which i can't remember oh and that 19 <laughs> i can't i can't remember they're not they're numbering that's right they they came after so when i was watching the other day it actually had i wasn't even going to look for this but i had a best of team four star trunks uh and i love where he comes from telling them because he tra- you know he tra- travels basically from telling them about uh, the androids to when the androids are attacking, and uh, the one is laying there. It's just his head. Is, Vegeta's already destroyed him. The, the fat one is that one. Is that one nineteen or twenty? I can't remember. But he's laying there. and He's like, he's like, they killed Chaozu, and Chaozu, let himself go. And something he said something, but it was just the way he said it was like, wait a second. But it was like it's Chaozu, and he's dead, and he really let himself go, and he's mechanical. Wait. <laughs> That was that was what yeah, I just that, that came to one. mind when I was when that that string of, of thinking just I I saw that the other day and was cracking up. There, there's another one where um crap baskets is something that is said by Gohan. Oh yeah, originally. it's said by Gohan originally. Cell says it right, and Trunks says it, and Trunks also used the uses Masinko, which in in the movie, which I always found kind of cool because Gohan he would of course be Trunks. trained by right. Gohan. Mm. Which is interesting. Um, also, I like the joke of um, there's um, at, at the end of the Cell Saga where Gohan's sitting there and he's fighting Cell and he's like, in his arms, like he's like a one armed and about to be killed by an android. Why does this seem familiar? Or why why does this seem like deja vu or something? <laughs> referencing because there's also the joke of Trunks keeps looking at his arm right when he first sees him again. So I I, I really like those kind of jokes and stuff that they're made because. Sure. That, that that is kind of weird. They don't. They didn't kind of go into that more in Z. That Trunks and Gohan, like he knows Gohan, so yeah. it would have been cool to have that. And I think they kind of go into that in Super a little bit, where he comes back one time. Anyways, so the future of the series, stuff like that. Um, they announced recently that they were not gonna, as as we said, we're not gonna pursue doing new. They, they have no plans. They've done these, like, zorts. Yeah. Which are them 100% animating them. They did one where it was um, Two and a Half Men, where it was Nappa and Fujita taking care of Trunks, and then there was the Piccolo and Gohan helping give birth to, to Goten. They've kind of mentioned that that could be something they could go forward with, but yeah. they're looking at other avenues of doing stuff. I, I understand why. Yeah. Oh, sure. And I'm not upset by it. Like, we just spent 
like 40 plus, I don't know what time frame we're at right now, almost 50 minutes discussing <laughs> just our favorite moments from this series. And that's the thing. I, I harbor no like ill will or no, anything towards them. I honestly, if if I could get them on, I'd love to just talk to one of them on the show. Yeah. Just, and it's not even about like the, sh- the, the bridge. I just love talking to them about their love of Dragon Ball Z. And it's yeah. like, where, what made you guys, you know, get into the series? Like, not, I mean, a bridge would be cool to talk about, but I just love talking to them as fans just, of the series. Well, just, you know, with, with Kakarot being out right now, I've been watching their Let's Play and the the lore that they bring up is just insane how they'll be like like there was one they were talking about king kai the other day and they were like you know the kais aren't actually gods but he's like no but they are but it's like no but they're not because he's like was getting ready to explain it and i think they ended up getting sidetracked um but yeah they go into all this stuff and they talk about okay so one of the things that we have talked about and then you had mentioned from the game was how the animal people in the dragon ball world were all because of like a pill that was part of a trend, but then they actually were talking about that when really? on the playthrough, and they were like, "Yeah." And this, they specifically, they, they do not avow that, and I'm actually good because that, I don't like that explanation. And they're like, apparently, in this version, because oh yeah, this is another thing that they mentioned too, is they're like, "This is because they mentioned how certain things are there, or you know, other characters are there that weren't, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And they're like, "Oh, this is just sort of like how the, how the different movies and different things will have sort of a different. It's like an alternate universe." Yeah. Uh, they said we kind of see this as just being another alternate universe from the the main one, and they mentioned it was like, "Oh yeah," or he mentions the ant because it had a name, animal something or whatever. Yeah, was the I, I haven't got that point in the game, but yeah. I remember reading that because you told me about it, and they were like, "Yeah," in this game you haven't gotten to the animal whatever. He's like, "What's that?" And he's like, "You know how there's all those animal people? Yeah, it's uh, that's apparently because of a drug called this in this show's universe." Like, I like how even they don't <laughs> they don't acknowledge Except, that yeah. as being the the canon answer, which is good because I don't like that. But I, you can just see like there is this this true love and this depth of knowledge just from all the the entire lore of dragon ball and and how they're correcting things and and it's it's fascinating i love hearing hearing them i like watching these let's plays just to hear them talk about this lore i haven't done the let's plays that much i watched a few of them but so you and i watched like the first one together i think uh i watched up i think to the third one yeah i know we watched they're like on 10 or 11 as of right now i think the only reason i stopped watching them is because since i'm currently playing kakarot (laughs) It's kind of an overdose of stuff, yeah. and it's one of those. Th- I actually probably should watch them just so I can make sure I'm getting everything because I know I think I missed like one or two things. Yeah. But watching them play, I know that they're. Very Where are you thorough. in the game right now? Uh, I am back on Earth, right after it's. Um, after Namek. After Namek, it's right after. So there, I I remember correctly where they are right now. They're still on. Namek, I believe. Namek's kind of boring in the game. Yeah. No, that's they. They make a lot of jokes about that yeah it's okay the the show makes jokes about the bridge makes jokes about namek being boring and the game because there's not much to do there because i don't think you can really go back to it without the time machine but yet in the other places there's so much there i did collect all of the dragon balls make a wish though nice i made a so wish. how does that work do you like does it give you a selection of things to yeah. do, or? do you, you can refight old villains uh there is a wish for a rare item a wish for money and a wish for z orbs which are those orbs yeah, that are right. around everywhere. Hmm. Uh, I've always been told from like a lot of the reviews and stuff I've watched and discussions to use the money wish because money apparently is harder to find. Hmm. In, at to- I've never had an issue with the money yet. Right. Maybe it's something to where later it becomes more of an issue. So I was right. like, I'll wish for money. Okay. 
but it resets. I know. I think I before I got off it, it said like one minute till you could reset. Basically, you know, you have the radar. Yeah. It tells you where they are, and you just basically go grab okay. them. Okay. And that gives you like a list of wishes you can make. Hmm. But since I've only got the Kami Dragon, I only get one wish. Okay. So I'm assuming. Yeah, we can get the the, Nem- the, the Namekian the, Dragon Balls. The no, no, because no, you can't get them when you're on Namek. So That's I'd have to get true. the Dende Dragon Balls, oh, yeah. which would give me two wishes. Yep. Which I feel, if we're flashing back to the series real quick, I feel like that was just their way of just getting out of having to be like, oh, you want to get one wish. I feel like right. that was just Karatoriyama being like, I'm just going to give them two. So they can just <laughs> I them. thought it was three. Uh, the Namekian the ones and then Dende. That's three. right. That's and right. Then when, yeah, and then when Dende makes That's them, it, right. he gets them to be able to have two. And then Kami's, of course, were one. We die all the time. <laughs> oh, and I don't think the Namekian, the Dende ones have a restriction on how many deaths. That's right. I think you can keep reviving people with those. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anyways, back to the abridged stuff. Uh, no, I, I've i watched their stuff with, um, of course, as I said, with Helsing. I know they do a big machinima thing with Final Fantasy VII. Have you yep. watched any of that? I have not watched any of that. Honestly, the only thing I've watched of theirs, and they have so much, is just the Dragon Ball stuff, but I want to watch uh, some of the other ones. So I want to check that out. I've watched like a lot of their reviews and stuff, um, a lot of their discussions, their Let's Plays. Like I said, maybe I should watch them just so I can make sure, even though I guess i got to get them to catch up with me now. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, they, they do an amazing job with this stuff, and I am very excited to see what they do in the future. Yeah, no, um, I think they're a bunch of talented people. Uh, they're hilarious. Uh, but their love of what they work on, like it becomes very apparent when they work on something. It's something that they're passionate about. So thank you, Team Four Star, for always mm. putting out great things. I'm looking forward to what you're doing next. And I mean, I would, I mean, I think everyone would love to. And of course, this is a huge, a whole other undertaking, but I'd love to see them do, I mentioned this earlier in the episode, I'd love to see them do their own original thing. Uh, I think they are a very talented bunch and with they were kind of had no restrictions in terms of copyright and in terms of all this kind of thing, those kind of things, I think they could make something just fantastic. So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm hoping for. With I them. I definitely agree with you. I think that they like like they they have said that their whole goal was never to rely on abridged as like their like right their one like, and only yeah. thing their tent pole yeah. And, and nothing else. And I, I know that there's been a lot of backlash. I just want to say, I think we can speak for both of us and Ellie, actually. I can honestly include her since she is a host on here, too, from time to time, apparently. Um, <laughs> I think it, it comes Who? from all of Exactly. I think it comes from all of us when we say we harbor no resentment towards them. No, not at all. We we praise what they have done. And I understand, because they, they point out that one of the things is we've been doing this for like 10 plus years. Yep. Like, understand that that is something, even if you love that god i feel like i'm i'm having a glimpse of the future when i'm canceling sing this <laughs> oh that's never gonna happen though um <laughs> have no fear we've got stories for you like eric reference. discusses <laughs> simpsons <laughs> we have food back on for something else and again and riku actually is on the show but the audio is bad so it never comes out and <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was that really was, good. That was really good off the top of my head. I I commend you for that. <laughs> oh man, and and that didn't record. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. No. I mean, I, I I definitely understand as someone who I think in in comparison the level of content I create and we create here, 
versus what they do, I mean, it is a drop in the bucket by comparison. I mean, we oh, just sit yeah. there and talk at each other. They talked at each other and had to do like the mouth flap stuff like just oh, yeah. the level of stuff they went into with that is amazing and then especially toward the end when they were doing their own animations yes. not just like let's alter it let, let's do let's edit it in such a, a way that make it like when they were doing their own animations like it's that is an impressive thing they did and made it fit so well within the the current the the style of the show i think that was commend more than commendable yes so, so definitely, if you've never, if somehow you've gotten to this point, you never watched DBC Abridged, go, go, go check it out. Um, I wouldn't love for them to do like, even though I know they can't do it, like a Dragon Ball Bridge, because they talk about Dragon Ball a lot. And it's one uh, of yes, those things they do. that I've never watched Dragon Ball from beginning to end. I started, I have not finished it all I know, the way I know through, we've been but I, I have started Dragon Ball, because that is on Hulu, uh, and I'm I'm well into it, but I've got a long ways to go, and it's been probably a year since I was even, since I kind of regularly watched it, so um, it is one of those that I was kind of, from time to time, I'd, I'd knock out a couple episodes, but then I just kind of got, you know, life got in the way. But, How many episodes are there of the original Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball. 153. Yeah. I don't even think I got to 100. Maybe. Maybe I did. No. I don't think I got to episode 100. I can't remember. The remaining. Oh, okay. I, th- I was about to say, I thought that there was something with, like, the manga to where, like, it's just... It's just called, like, Dragon Ball is yeah. what Dragon Ball and Dragon... And Z was kind of used as an anime kind of term, so... Interesting. Yeah. And then... Oh, Z has almost 300, so it is double. Yeah. I know a lot of those are garbage filler episodes mm-hmm. um no i mean i just i wanted to say that also i want one more thing we did not discuss this in our actual proper dragon ball z episode but we haven't discussed we're at bridge 100 the entire time or he warned you of this we never did what our favorite fight was right so on the spot favorite fight gosh um you you can have an honorable mention too Gosh, I've kept having a hard time thinking of my favorite fight, much less my uh, my honorable mention. Okay, so this is one that I still and actually, you know what? I think this might have been the fight I was looking up, which led me to abridged when right after Piccolo merges with Nail and he takes on Frieza's second form. Mm-hmm. That fight was awesome it was so good uh i remember the action in that one was so it was very tightly animated it just the the flow of it was awesome and i mean he had frieza on the ropes until he transformed um which of course then he got owned completely but i just remember that fight watching it going this fight was freaking awesome so uh big big fan of that uh i'm trying to think in terms of like the the saiyans of what my favorite fight might be um I keep going to Dragon Ball Super because there's there's one or two in there I can say are like my favorite from all of Dragon Ball. But if we're just focusing on Z, um, I mean, just for how iconic and long it is, I mean, you gotta love the the Goku versus Frieza fight. It's such a good like that is like the I mean, it lasted for. I mean, if you go online on YouTube, you can search it like you know complete Frieza battle, and it's like four and a half hours long. Like it is an epic thing in and of itself. Um, so. That's probably my favorite Goku fight, uh, and then I would say I also do enjoy the the Piccolo freeze the second form fight. Yeah, three, look at that. three hours, forty eight minutes, twelve seconds. Yep, original Funimation dub, full fight. Neat. 
I love I love when uh, Goku bites him when he first uh, appears in the bridge and he's like I'm I'm Goku I'm gonna knock you in the schnoz. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, one more thing I love how he periodically will refer to Vegeta as Jeets <laughs> and best buddy. Hey, best buddy. <laughs> Hate you. Hate you so much. What was... There was another joke, I think, of somebody else's name, too. Oh, I think I'm thinking of... He would call Frieza Freezer. Freezer, yeah. Fry... Frieza. Frieza. <laughs> Why I, is the I before the E? Trunks, um, with the, um... Trunks's name and Goku, I think, several times goes, that's a girl's name. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you get the Princess Trunks yes. later. Oh, it makes sense. Um, mine would be, I, I want to say Vegeta versus Goku during the Boo Saga. Majin Vegeta versus that Goku. Is, that is a hell Just, of a fight. It's, it's, not, it's not like beam battles. I, I love beam battle, battles. I love that. But I feel it's a more stripped down yeah, fight just, between beat the crap out of each other yeah, with and our fists. There, there's, there's a lot more emotion. Yeah, oh, definitely. With, with like, Vegeta and Goku, like, just kind of, like, it's, it's it's a great fight. I love that one. I have my honorable mention. This is a weird one. I think I already said it. Raccoon versus Vegeta. That's a good fight. Just because it's it's a great early fight, and I think yep. that was one of the first ones I saw when I was younger that got me into the series, yep. I think. Because that was, that, that is a great one, and... Uh, to go back to the bridge, I think they do a great job with that. Yeah, one there. Um, I feel like the Piccolo versus Seventeen has to be mentioned because that it's, is a good one. It's, it's weird. They're it's, it's beating weird the crap, one. and you're seeing the like because they even in in a bridge like did did his stomach just like expand or whatever? Yeah. Like they make they make reference to that because they're like hitting each other, and it's like making cartoonish expansions of the oh, body. Are we in Looney Tunes now? <laughs> right. I know during the um, during the Kai they make the comment of um, oh we're just in Looney Tunes now, right? So. No, I mean, I, I want to mention that one because I feel like Piccolo, as always, gets underrated. Piccolo is someone who just comes in to fight somebody, and then they get stronger and he gets knocked out. Right, he's, exactly. He's, he's he's that parameter of, Piccolo's stronger. He can beat him. Piccolo got beat. Now he's stronger. Right. Um, so, so, yeah. Anyways, let us know if you've ever, like, what your favorite moments from a bridge are. Of course, what your favorite moments from Z are. Who was your favorite fight? Um... Let, let, us, let us know. We, we'd love to hear from you guys on, of course, uh, anywhere on the Facebooks and the Twitters and whatnot and so on. Uh, I am also having, as my backlog game, play through the Fighter Z, which they just announced. Weirdly, how there's so much Dragon Ball Z stuff, and we were trying to avoid it, but it just kept coming up. They just announced, of course, Goku. Season 3. Yeah, season three of that, which Goku's Ultra Instinct, and they made a comment when we were watching the trailer, because I didn't know about this. We were watching the trailer, and I was like, there's only four? That's weird. Yeah. And then they showed there's a fifth one, Khalifla, which is... And the, she looks the, pretty cool. She does look she looks pretty very, cool. That, that to me, because that was what I was saying about Super, that fight between Ultra Instinct Goku and her... Uh, where he the, ends up knocking them out of the tournament, yeah. that is by far... One of the coolest freaking fights in all of when he and this is complete spoilers for Super, so I apologize. But when he when he rides the Kamehameha up her, uh, yeah. her, her candy stripe beam and just blasts her in the face, oh my gosh, it's so cool. It, uh, that, yeah. I do agree that was one of the great moments. Um, I feel like they know they're gonna have great moments because they put the music behind that. Go 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 
Okay, I got a question. Since you've watched a lot of Super, and I may have missed something, are they not allowed to fly during the tournament? Yes, during tournament power, they cannot fly. Okay, because she makes the comment You can't dodge in the air! Yeah, and I'm like, he can fly. I'm like, then there was stuff later on, and I'm like, can they not fly? No, I remember the rules were like, you can't fly, you can't use weapons. And there was one other one, and I can't remember if it was... You can't kill, or if yeah. you kill, it's an instant uh, disqualification yeah. of you, something like that. But I know the the no flying and the no weapons thing because there was controversy when um, when uh, Roshi uses the Mafuba, and oh, yeah. because even though he uses the jar, it was like that's a weapon, and then there were like the uh, Zeno was like, is that his name? Zeno the Zen- Zeno. Yeah, he was like. He was like, no, was they really were cool. like, they were like, no, it was really cool. We'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was wondering, because I thought that that was one of the rules, because I always thought that was weird, because like, when I was watching that, like that part of Super, I'd miss certain parts, so I didn't know if there was rules or something, and I kept thinking that flying wasn't a rule because there was like a comment like by, like Frieza to where he's like throw me, and I'm like, why are they doing this? Yeah. I'm like, maybe they are not allowed to fly yeah. or something. And the only way they were allowed to fly is if they had wings, because there were a few of the characters mm. who had wings and they were allowed to fly. But then that's the thing too, because like so many times they're doing these jumps, really half, kind of they're like basically America, yeah. flying. So it's like, but they technically could not fly. I, so. I guess the thing was to where like if like you jump, you have a trajectory yeah. that can be measured. Unless, like, you do an energy blast or right, something. Right, whereas flying, you're just going Yeah, whereas where flying, so. you could, he could have been floating in the air and just kind of leaned over and floated over. Yep. Which, like I said, I, I always wanted that. And I was like, I, I could look this up. But I was like, since you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, yeah, because there is that part where she says, you can't dodge in the air. I'm like, he can fly. What the crap? But still, that is a great scene. And I, yes. I love that. Just that, oh, such a great Kamehameha and everything. And just everything building up to that. You know, that, that that is definitely a good one. Yeah. That is a real good one. Um, anyways, where can people find... Oh, yeah, I already said I was playing. Where can people find you on the internet, sir? I am at Eric Berg. And your current backlog game right now is... I am still working my way through Dragon Quest XI-S. I'm about 75 hours in, and the story does not seem to be ending anytime soon. So uh, that's kind of my big one I've been playing right now. Uh, I'm also hot back into, along with you and Riku and Eric, we've been playing a lot of Diablo 3 lately, yes, which uh, when that released on Switch back in 2018, I played a pretty solid 25 or so hours in, and then we've put in the past couple weeks about 10 hours in. Yeah. Uh, we've been getting together usually a couple nights a week just kind of going through the storm around doing the season. We're just going through with characters and beating the ever-living crap out of everything that we encounter. Even upping the difficulty, we're just destroying things. And it's been a lot of fun getting back It has. I'm, I'm excited to get the harder difficulties up soon. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely. very excited for that. Because like, now it's like, it's like, hey, which of these moves should I use? Oh, wait a second. I don't care because we're going to destroy. Like, I don't think yeah. I've lost health. The entire time we played, if I have, it's been so inconsequential that it doesn't matter. So. I was the other day because it was one of those times where I got like separate, where we got, we oh, got really bad yeah. separate a few times recently. And I like, I don't know if I ran into like the wrong horde of stuff, but right. I was like, I didn't die, but I was very like, oh, this is, this is actually like 
hard. I always like how it seems when we get separated, it's you and me going one way, and it's always Eric and Riku. So we have the two people who can just withstand everything yeah. <laughs> together, but then all, but then like we don't have the support we need. Whereas yeah. the two of them are like ranged or whatever, but then they're like very squishy. So it's like yeah. it's like it's never like one of us and then the other one. It's 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 always whoops, sorry about that. I'm hitting the microphone over here. It's always that and that, but it's always fun. We always get back together, and also we're just destroying everything still. So. <laughs> awesome well um thank you guys for listening this yeah. week we'll be of course back with more stuff next week maybe um true maybe i i don't know i have this funny feeling that i feel like next week's going to be a response to the um oscars yes absolutely <laughs> i i think we, we might have a response to the oscars next week don't not guaranteeing that next week will be that because don't forget next week is or actually when you are listening to this the the day you are listening to this the following day is, of course, Valentine's Day, so spend time with, with your loved ones. But more importantly, it's Sonic Day! That's what I thought you were referring to with the Oscars. I thought you were, being, I thought you were joking. Because oh, no, no. I, reference I, to. I, I forgot. <laughs> we, we have Sonic as well. So I guess it's going to be a combination of next year's Oscar-winning movie versus what won this year. Right, exactly. Or last year, whatever. Anyways, I'm not guaranteed 100%. We'll see how things line up, but yeah. there should be a discussion about the Sonic movie. Or, uh, I guess, I don't know, I'm kind of leaning into this skid with apparently me being the world's biggest Sonic fan. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. So, so check out the Gotta Go Fast episode next week, hopefully. Anyways, bye. Bye. Listening to a fourth hand joint.